Mike DeWine opens the floodgates even wider for coronavirus vaccinations, dropping the age of eligibility to 50 starting on Thursday. Ohio unveils its vaccine sign-up registry, although it is a work in progress. And a federal judge throws out a First Energy lawsuit against a whistleblower and orders the utility to identify the person who authorized the disclosure of the whistleblower's name. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, March 9th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. One week after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine opened the floodgates for more people to be vaccinated for the coronavirus, he did it again Monday, dropping the eligibility age from 60 to 50 starting Thursday. DeWine also added people with type 2 diabetes and end-stage renal disease. DeWine talked to some county officials who said they had leftover vaccine at the end of last week, indicating the need to broaden the number of people who can get the shots. Mass vaccination centers designed to give shots to thousands of people each day are set to start opening next week. Part of the Ohio Department of Health's centralized vaccine sign-up is live, although not all of the promised features were working Monday morning. At gettheshot.coronavirus.ohio.gov, Ohioans can learn if they're eligible for a vaccine and see places near their homes to get it. The Ohio Department of Health said more than 14,500 appointments were available Monday to book directly with the tool, but in many instances, instances, people are given hyperlinks to vaccine provider websites to deal with those registrations on their own. The site is also designed as the place to register to get vaccinated at mass vaccination centers once they start opening next week. A federal judge on Monday threw out a lawsuit that First Energy Corporation and a contractor had filed against a Chardon auditor over confidential information involving House Bill 6. In an extraordinary move, U.S. District Judge J. Philip Calabrese also ordered the Akron Utility and Cleveland-based Clear Salting to identify the person who authorized the disclosure of the auditor as a whistleblower in filing last fall. The case involving whistleblower Michael Persio began in July, days after federal authorities arrested then-Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and four allies on racketeering charges involving HB6. That's the legislation designed to enrich First Energy by billions of dollars on the backs of Ohioans. Persio had been working at Clear Salting on the utility's internal audit. He downloaded 57 pieces of information regarding the audit from a clear salting database and forwarded it to his attorneys who sent it to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, according to filings by his lawyers. The agency's public finance abuse unit is investigating. A school funding overhaul bill that died in the final weeks of last year's Ohio legislative session is back. Co-sponsors say lawmakers might incorporate the funding into the state's two-year budget bill, which has to pass by the end of June, or keep it separate but pass it along the same timeline as the budget. In the Ohio Senate, a group studying education funding has indicated it might want some changes to the measure, which when fully phased in would send an extra $2 billion a year to the state's K-12 schools. That's 25% more than goes there now. 
The Ohio Supreme Court has ruled four times since 1997, nearly a quarter century ago, that the state's school funding formula is unconstitutional. Lawmakers have talked for years about trying to fix it, but this latest effort is the first to seem to have legs. It came close to passage last year. Cleveland teachers and students stayed home Monday as the Cleveland Metropolitan School District worked to address the teachers' union demands to make school buildings safe for in-person learning. The district says the schedule is still on track to welcome special needs students Friday, even though teachers, paraprofessionals, and others did not return to buildings as the district had planned Monday. Lieutenant Governor John Houston appeared on Fox and Friends Monday to criticize the union for a refusing to resume in-person learning in March after accepting COVID-19 vaccines from the state. Governor Mike DeWine, urgently seeking to get children back in classrooms, set aside part of the state's scant vaccine supply for teachers on the condition they return to the classrooms in March. Cleveland teachers got the vaccine and then reneged on that deal. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.